0: You are listening to Ragtime Explosion. Part 5. A visit to Maple Leaf Bar and a very painful C-section. Hello, I'm Darren Gordon and I'd like to invite you and the other members of the jury... On a site visit. We are leaving the courtroom to visit the scene of Exhibit 4, our last piece of evidence. We're off to New Orleans, Louisiana. It's late, well into the early hours. And there, our destination's on the right. You can see the sign, the Maple Leaf Bar. Oh, Watch him coming out. He's completely drunk, stumbling around the corner, leaning over. Oh, oh! don't worry about that. But the door is open. Light pours out and the shouts, the stomps and the wild rhythms of the piano music. Go, quick, slip in. Go to the back near the bar. Yes, your ears were right. There are two pianos, back to back. This is what I've brought you here to see. It is 1898 and this is a piano battle. The two opposing pianists in hats and brown suits, one tall, one short, are standing and stomping their feet whilst playing and sweating. Their foreheads are wet, but their eyes are sharp, eagle-like. It's hard to see their hands as they move so fast. um umpa. Oh, with their left hands and how do they move so fast up and down the keyboard and their right hands skim up and down with intricate finger work. It's definitely ragtime. Most of all it's the rhythm that gets you and it's the rhythm that gets the crowd. You can see them in a the semicircle around the pianos clapping and shouting and whooping and stomping. What's that? They're passing round notes. It's money. They're betting. Look at the guy at the back there, taking the money. He's much older than the other people here. What are they betting on? Hang on a minute. Here come a couple of young lads. They can't be more than, I don't know, 16, 17, stepping forward with huge, exaggerated steps. It's like comedy, bowing, like refined, white, upper class, and then almost falling over before recovering at the last minute. Now, look, watch their feet intricate high speed steps in beat with the rhythm of the pianist's hands go 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 and they move back blending back into the crowd here comes the old guy I think he's someone important or something the crowd part for him he's whispering into the ear of the short pianist who deflates and trudges back into the crowd the tall pianist plays in faster to huge applause the tall guy's won and he's ready for more the old bloke, he's moving to the side of the crowd and speaking into the ear of a round-faced man who promptly stands a little straighter. He's got the green light. It's his turn for battle. He ambles towards the empty piano, looking confident with a big grin. The crowd are chanting again, go, go, go. See? The old guy's handing out some of the money. I guess some people betted on the tall pianist. But who decided the winner? Who cares? Now watch carefully. The two pianists—they are playing at the at the same time, whilst also taking turns. I can't believe it. Our previous winner is turning around a full circle every eighth beat, and then continuing to play exactly in time. The other guy, the, the round-faced guy, is head down, just focusing on speed. And have you noticed? He's just he's just changed the changed the key. It's. A minor now, and the tall spinning pianist, someone picks that up. Hang on, the tall pianist has changed the tune. I think I know that one, but I've never heard it so fast. I can hardly hear myself. You probably can't hear me. Let's go outside, outside. Shut the door. Phew. What did you think? So this is the bar that Scott Joplin named Maple Leaf Rag after. And I can guarantee you 100% that when his piece was played in this bar in 1899, it was played fast, very fast. And so, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I've changed my mind again. I have concluded, and so should you, that Maple Leaf Rag should only be played fast. So there we are. You have all the evidence now. What do you think? How fast do you think I should play Maple Leaf Rag? Perhaps this summary will help you. It all depends under what category you are playing Maple Leaf Rag. If you are treating it as a classical piece, classical in the sense of the new highbrow genre of ragtime that requires discipline to play, then you should play it slowly, very slowly. If instead you're treating it as a pop piece of music, pop in the sense of how it was played in the popular bars of the early 1900s, then you should play it fast, very fast. But then again, if you're treating it as an early jazz piece, jazz in the sense that what's important is to use the music to express your character, then you can play it slow, fast, any way you like add some twiddly bits too. Perhaps this is another reason why I adore this piece so much. It's equally at home under all these category headings. Classical, pop and jazz. Slow, fast and however you like. I will now ask you to retire to consider your verdict. How fast do you think I should play Maple Leaf Rank? I am at your service. wait wait come back come back sorry i haven't been entirely truthful with you you might be presuming that i can play maple leaf rag at any speed i like but i can't have a listen to section c from our 1916 recording This C section is the climax of the piece. It is exhilarating. Joplin has set up an electrifying piano battle between his left and right hand. Normally his left hand with its steady oompa oompa beat provides the backdrop to the more exciting raggedy right hand but here it insists on being the star of the show. With giant leaps up and down the piano it drives the music on with a loud drum beat and it has its own catchy independent melody. Listen again to the left hand as a double bass. The right hand of this piano battle will not submit. It switches between a forceful call for attention which sounds like his father's violin, da 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 and then some high-speed raggedy rhythm, which sounds like his mother's banjo, Listen again to the right hand's violin and banjo, da 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 The battle builds, and it feels it's about to go off the rails and crash in disaster. But then Joplin pulls it back. For me, Section C has even greater significance. With its striding left hand and wild right hand, Joplin is sounding like a certain Mr Fats Waller. In these bars, Joplin is passing the baton of music tradition into the giant hands of his jazz successor. Over to you, Fats. Perhaps right here in Section C is the birthplace of jazz piano. Wow! However... However, however, it's completely impossible to play. Normally, when learning the piano, you learn a tricky section slowly. First the left hand, then the right hand, then together. And with lots and lots of practice, you gradually increase the speed. That doesn't work. No matter how many times i practice this C section, I cannot get it faster. It's a leap in difficulty particularly the huge leaps of the left hand and the leaping from black notes onto black notes. And not only that, it's also getting painful. The tips of my fingers are getting bruised. The top of my hands feel overstretched and and tender. And there's a pain going up my arm and my neck hurts when I turn it. Hang on a minute, this can't be right. This is supposed to be joyful, not painful. Here's an analogy. You are finding your way along an obstacle course. You haven't done this in a while, but your confidence is growing. You can climb onto this, you can crawl under that, and so on. But then suddenly, you come across a horizontal ladder suspended two feet above you. The idea is for you to leap up, Catch the first rung of the ladder and then swing your way across it, rung by rung. Some of the rungs are missing, so you need to literally throw yourself across it multiple times. And of course, there is a big pond of water underneath with deadly hungry crocodiles. This isn't a matter of think positive thoughts or take it bit by bit. You just know that this section is not for you and therefore... You cannot complete the whole course. Section C is gonna destroy my whole podcast. Hang on. I wonder how other pianists are coping. Let's have a look at some online maple leaf rag piano forums. Uh Aha. It turns out I'm not the only one in pain. Here's Aisha from Manchester. Experiencing that pain, I get up my arm. She says, but I'm not giving up until my arm falls off. (laughs) That's the spirit, Aisha. And Sarah from Rochester, she says, the cost of playing this nightmare section was two trips to the physio. That was for her neck. And here are two professional players commentating. Dylan O'Brien, an Irish ragtime player, says, it takes, I'm not going to do the accent, it takes 10 years to learn to play the piano and then another 10 to learn the C-section of Maple Leaf. Well said, Dylan. And John says, I've played ragtime for 30 years and only now I'm getting brave enough to perform Maple Leaf at a public gig. Maybe it is that I hold it to a higher standard than other rags. Or maybe it is just that the C section is too darn hard to be sure you'll nail it every time. Interesting. That makes me feel a bit better. It's not just me. But what are my options if I can only manage section C slowly? I think there are three. Option number one play section A and B fast. Then slow down for section C and speed up again for the last section. It'll be like enjoying speeding down the motorway, slowing down to a frustrating crawl past the roadworks before speeding up again. Well, that would sound awful. Option two. Play the whole piece really slowly at the speed that I can play section C. That would be like roadworks all the way. Hmm. Option three change the score. There's only really one jump that slowing me down. If I just leave out one note or just play that note an octave down I might be able to speed up my section C. No way! Joplin would kill me for changing his score. No, no, no. None of these options are any good. So let's see what's suggested in these piano forums about increasing speed. It says here Practice the left-hand jumps with your eyes closed, with your eyes closed, so you get to really feel the distance. What? Okay, I do recognise that there are blind piano players. Art Tatum, the king of improvisation, was almost blind, but me play massive jumps with my eyes closed. I don't know about that. Here we go, some more advice. Plant your feet firmly on the ground. Because maple leaf doesn't require using the foot pedal, it is easy to forget the importance of being grounded. OK, I get that. I get that. And this is an interesting one. Make the shape of the chord long before you hit it. OK, so as your left hand travels up the keyboard from the um to the pa, you get your hand in the right shape. That is clever. And last bit of advice... Relax, have floppy hands and smile while you play. Hmm, not sure about that. And so I am using all these tips to practice and practice and practice and practice and practice. practice. You have been listening to Ragtime Explosion.